do add a bunch of flowers for Jill. Not roses. That might be too corny. Or like try it too hard. Just a bunch of yellow and orange flowers. You didn't know what kind they were. You would think that would have been covered on the program weekend sessions. Want flowers to get a girl? Instead of all the crap about listening skills. She was a little late to the restaurant. She picked it. It wasn't a fancy place, but it wasn't a dive either. It was all raw wood panels and big wood tables and the waiters had white smocks on. And practically all they served was like coffee, bread, and salad. But really good bread. Deep brown and full of seeds and shit. The kind that steams when you break it open. You sat there at the end of the table with your glass of water waiting for Jill to show. And you could smell the bread. A powerful thick wave of bread coming from the ovens. She was in a tank top and khaki shorts and army boots. Belly button showing. No bra. Her mango breast jiggling. The fabric snug around them. Petite. Her stomach wasn't flat and severe like Sophie's. She had a little low roundish hill of a tummy that suggested the hill of her cut inside those baggy shorts. She looked a little wary, like she was wondering if this was a good idea. But her face relaxed into confidence when she saw you, and she grinned. Her face, yeah, like Cindy Crawford without a mole. Holy shit, what were you doing? It was hard to believe that she smiled when she saw you. Hard to believe she was headed over to sit next to you. She slid in next to you and waved the waiter over. Hi, you said. Ah, uh, hey, thanks for... Ah, oh, shut up, she said. Don't thank me. What are you thanking me for? Don't thank me for being late to a date with you. That's lame. You were going to say sorry, but you thought better of it. She reached over and wrapped her hand around your biceps and squeezed. You're looking good, she said. You lost weight in there. Yeah, it's weird. It's not like I had any time to exercise her. She gave a grin of pure evil. You remembered the chair and you flushed red. The waiter came and Jill said, just get us bread and salad, we'll share. And a carafe of Merlot, we're celebrating. Eat quick, she said to you when the food came. She talked a lot about school and politics. She had strong opinions about everything. She ate in Bush, and you could see her point. She liked Clinton, and you thought he was full of shit. 
But you didn't need weekend seminars to know to shut the fuck up about that. And on a first date, you listened and you watched her beautiful face move. You held hands on the way back to Jill's. It was just around the corner. Your whole body was humming. She pushed you into an alley and you kissed. Blood buzzing in your ears. The taste of bread and wine on her lips and tongue. Her breasts pushing up against your chest. You grabbed her ass. And she laughed and slipped away. Pulling you out of the alley. Jill winked at the doorman. A big black guy who looked like a linebacker. And rolled his eyes like a drag queen. There was this old couple arguing in the elevator. So you didn't kiss there. Her apartment was a bedroom with a teddy bear on the bed. Poster sized black and white photos on the walls. A living room nook with a couch and a big window. And a kitchenette. She shoved her tank top and her breasts bounced out. You wanted to touch them, but you just looked. It was like you could feel Sophie's ghost holding you back, slowing you down. She ran her fingers over her breasts, lifted them up. She bent down and licked her own nipple and looked at your reaction. She grinned. You pulled off your shirt, dropped your pants, you yanked your boxers from around your cock, which was standing at attention. She grinned more. She slid her pants and panties off together and tossed them over the couch. Now all of the Upper West Side could see her bare ass if they looked in the window. But you guess nobody who lives on the 20th floor worries about shit like that. Her cunt was just as you imagined it. A low hill, thick black curly hair. You kissed some more, your cock pushing against her stomach. It felt numb, but the warmth of your belly on hers felt good too. Eat me, she said, and sat back on the couch. She was still wearing the army boots. You knelt down to it. Your body faded again into the background. Your moving tongue was the bridge between your mind and the body that was real. Her sweat, her shoulders, her hand knotted in your hair, pushing you in. She was louder than Sophie, rougher. Her breath coming in jerks and grunts and hisses. Her fist pulling at your hair. She was fighting, hips moving like a boxer's. You slid your hands over her flanks, her thighs, and then you slid your thumbs in to stroke her pussy lips. And then to nudge her Clinton slow circles. Whoa! She cried. Whoa! You wanted her to come. You wanted that flooded of white light 
that delicious wave. She pulled you back out of her cock by the hair. Oh, hey, please come, you said. I want to make you come. No, she said, and her eyes were wild, her chest heaving. Not yet, 